Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Welcome to Bois. Bois. I am Mike. This and is uh, Rusty. Rusty over there. Yeah. Uh, Rusty, we are all the way season four, episode twenty-two. What do 22. we got? One more? Uh, two more. Two more. Two okay. More, yeah. Just two more. Because I was a little confused this morning when I when I watched it. I, um, it you know, it always goes over to the next episode before I can yeah, stop yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. And there was no bell, no yell at the beginning of that. So I thought, well, I wonder what's happening with 23. But now that you tell me there's 24, that yep, makes sense. Yep, there's 24. And this one is 22. Flush with power. The low flow Yeah, this situation. is a low flow situation. Yeah. Now, before we get started, Mason had said that he didn't know he ever used a low flow toilet. Yeah, he... Uh, he's, he we were discussing low flow toilets. He goes, well, I don't know if I've ever used one. Mm-hmm. And then I explained to him, so... Uh, most toilets are nowadays are probably low fl- fl- low flow toilets unless you go and purchase and build and do something on your own to where it's not. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you've ever pissed or shat in a toilet that Pist has two buttons, I loved him two, in Star Trek. Uh, some Pist of them, shat? pissed or shat, yeah, <laughs> piss gang. Uh, <laughs> if you uh, if you have a toilet that has two buttons on the top of the commode or whatever where the lid is, you'll have it'll have two buttons. One of them is generally for flushing your piss, and then the other one would be 
for flushing your chat. So. so so real quick, the EPA estimates that homeowners save as much as $110 per year on their water bills simply by switching to low-flow toilets. That's less than $10 a month. But that's so they could waste I don't want it that. somewhere else. Yeah, I don't want that. It's less yeah, than $10 yeah. a month. I will pay your $9, EPA, to, to have a toilet to, uh, that goes down the first time. To rip, yeah, to where it rips the turd in half uh. on the way down kind of thing. Because if you have a real big turd and it's like in a U-shape, the, the low flows <laughs> just won't break it to pull it down. you got to have the real good suction from the the high flow toilets a lot of piss and shit humor today (laughs) i i do appreciate a good high flow toilet like you get like the ones here on the 21st floor of this building you can tell that gravity plays a big part in that because when they flush they i mean they're huge flushes but even that every once in a while will catch a stray Yeah, yeah yeah and so these things dear god these are awful Awful. It's unintended consequences is what it is, right? I mean, you're, yeah, oh, we're going to save is. water. We're going to do this. But they don't work, so I have to flush them six times. Well, then it's, it's not really saving water. If no. you got to flush the toilet twice, you just wasted water. Even a low flow, That's if it. you're flushing it two or three times. Yeah, because you double a low flow, it's still more, it's than, still your more than regular than what your flow sing- toilet. S- a single flush would be on a regular toilet. And, and, just a small soapbox. Small soapbox. Poop why, box. <laughs> why... Uh, uh, it's a, it's a, what, what do you call those things you put your feet on? Oh, I know exactly squatty what you're potty. Squatty potty. It's a squatty potty box. Yeah. It's just a small box. Um, why are we reinventing things that already work? Yeah, I'm not really sure. Toilets you, work. Light bulbs work. They're just, they, it, they've worked the same way for, a matter of fact, with light bulbs, there was yeah. a, a light, uh, the great light bulb conspiracy. Yeah. So light bulbs actually sh- can they can make them and design them to burn three times longer than what they burn with sure. current filaments. They sure. have filament that'll burn for, for you know, well, yeah, it's ever been almost hundred years since we invented a light bulb. And they so. have the one light bulb at some firehouse that's been lit consistently mm-hmm. for like a hundred plus years. Yeah. And that just shows that what it is is the light bulb, the great light bulb conspiracy was all these light bulb companies got together and said, well, if we... Big light bulb. Well, it is. It's a a real thing. They all got together and said, well, if we just keep making light bulbs that last forever, we'll all go out of business pretty quick. So they all came together and said... Because one company always tried to make a longer... Oh, this light bulb lasts longer. This light bulb lasts longer. But they all got together and said, well, we'll make light bulbs last X amount of time. That Mm -hmm. way we can all still continue to be Mm -hmm. in the business of selling light bulbs. So they sell you an inferior product just so you'll keep buying their inferior product kind of thing illuminati it is illuminated illuminated <laughs> illuminati <laughs> all right so we start uh with a big panning in of uh we see the whole city of arlen yeah beautiful yep. uh great direction again west archer had a, a beautiful cinematic opening yeah it's really cool and it, but you can tell it's freaking hot yeah summertime so uh summertime put, in Arlen. yeah i put down hot texas summer everyone's sweating on hank's back porch for the shade all are very sweaty. Very, very so sweaty. So they're very yeah. sweaty back there. Uh, Hank starts, uh, he kind of sighs and says, Dale, your wife's a weather personality. Doesn't she have any idea when this drought's going to end? Dale says, no relief in sight. And that's straight from the AP Newswire to Nancy to me to you. Straight. Yeah, that's which uh, <laughs> straight from. For people who don't know about weather, your local weatherman doesn't stand outside with antennas Mm-mm. and things like that, receiving no. signals from space into his brain. Uh, he actually gets <laughs> now in the past data sure. in the past potentially. <laughs> yeah, they they were they were spinning uh, 
rain sticks and stuff. Rain sticks. But uh, <laughs> your local weathermen get all of their weather data national, from the National Weather Service. All yeah, of it's came absolutely. in. All of the data and everything. They may have programs and stuff that help well, they, analyze that data differently because yeah. our proprietary software, because I actually have a proprietary software that I pay for for weather that gives you the weather data and it organizes it for you. you. Just, I think I think the older you get, the more you turn into Dale. Yeah, probably Like so. you've got the weather <laughs> software. You probably got a turtle <laughs> down in your basement. You know, things yeah. like that. <laughs> Lots yeah. of Mountain Dew at your Lots house. Lots of Mountain Dew. <laughs> so uh, Hank says, well, stage one wa- rationing wasn't too bad. I just cut out Peggy's Crystal Light. Crystal Light. When's the last time you heard about Light. Crystal yeah, Light? I haven't heard about Crystal Light in a long time. They have these They have these <laughs> things now. It's like the uh, Electrolit is what yeah. it's called. It's like a yeah. Hispanic brand Electrolyte drink that ah. I, I drink. Uh, oh, really? When I was doing construction over like the summer the last year. Is it like the packages that you put in water? Or? No. It, oh, it's, it's already made? It's already made. It's kind of like Pedialyte. Right. But you know what I don't like about those drinks? Mm. That weird it does give you a film, film. yeah but they mm. say that that film is is called rehydration <laughs> so i, I don't, I don't know like rehydration yeah, I, was, I was like i'd rather be slightly dehydrated <laughs> for the rest of my life than feel that in my mouth he says uh he cut out peggy's crystal light when we hit stage two i took away bobby's bath but stage three is killing my lawn and that affects everyone uh hank goes inside it, by the way his lawn affects everyone by it the way. does yeah it does. he goes inside he's walking through the hall and he catches bobby in the bubble bath in uh in, mm. in the bathroom and he goes bobby uh bobby's like <laughs> he goes have you lost your mind i've got a new girlfriend now she expects me to smell a certain way then suck it up and take a shower ah, i don't like staying that long <laughs> <laughs> uh and then hank does the weirdest thing he grabs the trash can off the floor and scoops up some of the bubbly water to take outside and put on his grass which seems like the bubbles in the water would kill the grass but maybe it's good for it. I don't yeah, know. I have no clue about how soap interacts with soil. So there is a guy outside well, checking well, I their do water know, meter. I do know that uh, one of the bug techniques my dad used when I was a kid was mm. a bottle full of soapy water. Yeah. So it might it might not harm it. Maybe not. I don't know. But there's a guy outside checking their water meter. Uh, we find out his name is JJ uh, by Hank saying, hey, uh, JJ, how'd we do? He says, you're just at your weekly allotment. Dang it. I scrimped and saved all week. JJ says, well, why don't you get a couple of those new low-flow toilets? By the way, JJ is, um, I would say he's a muscle-bound guy, big square head, that sort of thing. He goes, uh, they use about half as much water, and uh, the water company is giving them out for free. Which, um, I don't know if you remember that. No, I don't remember that at all. But yeah, they were giving out toilets for free for a while. Oh, wow. But does that but our tax dollars paid for that's them? That's what I'm to saying is with. how much money do they save by giving out free toilets? They don't. Probably not. They probably spend more money so because already have this a, kind of situation that's in this yeah. happened over and over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Artie has a statistic for us here for uh I don't know where this data comes from. I imagine it's going to be the uh, National Weather Service, uh, American Association of Prostate Exams, or something. But uh, the average American changes their (laughs) toilets every ten to fifteen years. That's about right. That's an average rotation. But if you maintain your toilet, Uh you maintain the seal, make sure everything's good, and you change out the innards of it and everything Mm -hmm. as they break, because usually the innards will last about fifteen years. But if you change the ballast and all that stuff on it and keep it going and keep it fresh, it could last you up to 50. The porcelain itself really lasts oh, sure. you 100 years. Oh, the porcelain But it's, it's all yeah. of the innards and all the yeah. other workings yeah, and stuff sure. that go bad with time. Um, we, so my, my second marriage, uh, we had <laughs> some really high profile or high suction toilets. Yeah. But they were low flow at the same time. Hmm. So what it was was the initial flush was like powered. 
like it was, you know, but it was still low flow. Yeah. The problem with that is the innards, it's all encased in this one thing. So you can't just go and buy that little you flush replacement. Bag. You got to buy the whole thing, and it was very expensive. And so I ended up just replacing those damn things with regular toilets. Yeah, it sounds like because the, I, did you I have re- to have a plug in the wall for that? No, like there was no, like no powered was, up pump or something. It, that sounds it, pretty intense. It sucked like in it water. Seems like it would I mean, suck it sucked, the turd right out of you. It sucked in air yeah. as it was refilling. Oh, that's why it was and a closed so unit because it, it, it was like pressurized. It. Yeah, yeah okay. it was pressurized. Wow. But I'll tell you this: this episode's just gone to shit. It has. Um. I, I end up changing those the flusher and the little the little seal in it yeah, and the stuff like and that. The ballast and all that. Yeah, uh, uh, you know I don't know every four or five years probably yeah. something like that because they yeah, got they a last a while. Usually well, the worst thing that happens on the ones that I've ever noticed is just the chain. Yeah, the chain will pop Either off or bend or, or the little loose. rubber uh, the rubber thing kind of wears out. Wears yeah. out. Yeah. Um, when we had five kids in the house, I changed them out quite frequently. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the well, toilets. They, oh, they sure. pissing and shit. And well, <laughs> it's not that. It's just that they're so rough on them. You know? Oh, just, just bam. Yeah, yeah, just slamming it like, all you got to do is yeah. barely touch yeah. it to flush. Yeah. Um, but the the best invention, and this is from uh, a man who has owned uh, three houses, been through five teenagers, uh, three marriages. I will tell you this about toilets. The best thing you can do is seat it correctly, right? So the seal that you put down, and I will tell you this, a godsend in my life has been the uh, the rubber seal or the uh, yeah. what's it made out of? It's uh, the same stuff you use to grab hot stuff out of the oven. Oh, silicone. Yeah, yeah, silicone. So seal. it's a silicone seal. It costs a little more, but yeah. it lasts for friggin' ever. They last way Instead longer because sticky ass uh, wax. The that wax that down. they used to use, the Luka. wax seals they used to use back in the day, wore out way faster. And then you'd have these issues. I used to do. Pl- I used to be a plumber for a little while. I did yeah. I was an assistant, but I, I, apprentice. Sorry, I had my apprenticeship card mm-hmm. and all that stuff but uh those wax seals on them older toilets will Ugh. wear and wear and wear well, and what people do is, is they slide happened. too but yeah. what people will do is is they'll just go around and they'll do a quick fix and they'll just run a bead of silicone nope. around the bottom of the toilet nope. and they'll keep doing that it'll rot your floor and out. then when you go to go fix their toilet you lift their toilet yep. up and their whole floor just falls Floor's out just from rotten. underneath yeah. it and then they got to replace the whole yeah. floor before you yeah. can even put a toilet yeah. in that's right yeah terrible that's right. It's, it's rough man that yeah. that's and don't ever half ass your toilet no uh on the floor <laughs> but whenever you're fixing a toilet issue or any kind of plumbing issue really you don't ever half-ass it if you no. got to spend the extra 20 bucks to buy the better material or buy the better uh whatever it is you always want to do it because that you, know, is, you don't want to be pissing where you're shitting and that shit is get everywhere certainly something i've learned in my lifetime yeah you know uh this uh, uh, i promise we'll get back to the episode here in just a second but um i just had to redo all of the plumbing under our kitchen sink yeah and i bought this kit that comes with like this expandable uh, silicone hose. Yeah. That may be the best thing I've ever bought. It's a good piss essay for everybody. It's about plumbing. It's, it's, it's like this $30 box, which I thought was a little expensive because I mean, you can buy PVC a little cheaper, but I started with today's prices. I started pricing it out and it's about the same. Is what you're talking about. The flex pipe. I don't know. It's like a flex. Yeah. It's definitely a flex pipe. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that it's not, it's not the plastic flex. Yeah. 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 It's like a silicone flex and it comes with, with, with shark uh, bike fittings it comes no it comes oh. with these tie downs like oh, tie metal down. tie downs, metal tie downs and then right and then a plastic thing where you create a p-trap oh okay. so it was honestly it's kind of cool yeah uh and it's 
Uh, that's what any, they're doing. A lot of water on my floor. A, so. a lot of uh, water is going away from PVC, and they're yeah. using this stuff they call PEX because when that PEX, it can swell. So if it freezes, it doesn't bust. Yeah. Uh, all new houses, all new house construction and stuff yeah. like that, especially even in, in this area here, they put that PEX pipe in because even when that pipe freezes, the pipe itself will swell. Yeah, and then as soon as it's it'll done, go it'll re, it'll go back, and it still yeah. holds its structural integrity. It doesn't ruin the pipe. The my, pipe can still be used. My parents' house that I grew up in, it had clay piping underneath. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's how old it was, right? Clay piping. Yeah, and God. so you would you would uh, constantly get these trees. The roots would grow into it and stuff. Yeah, like that. Yeah, and you're constantly yeah. replacing it, putting oh. plastic. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's gross. It's like that in a lot of the infrastructure in all these small towns in Texas because a lot uh. of them still have, uh, specifically out in uh, yeah. the Belmead area, they still have a lot of. Uh, old piping from when they first got infrastructure oh, yeah, in the absolutely. 50s so they're still they're still like got sewage and water this from like a lot a, of that's still 50s clay. kind of yeah, thing. yeah. It's a, uh anyway he says uh he says to uh, jj tells him to go uh, the water company's giving out for free hank says well i don't know my toilets are giving me 15 years of dependable service I'm not one of those guys who turns 40 and runs out and buys fancy new toilets. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. So I, didn't so I guess if I turn 40, I need to go get some toilets. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's your midlife crisis. Uh, either buy a Ferrari or new toilets. Con from over on his lawn says, Check it out, Hank Hill. We got green thumb now, Hayseed. Uh, Hank looks at his lawn, which is really green, and Hank's lawn is really yellow and brown. He says, uh, What? Now, how in stage three could you? He goes, I use secret Asian watering technique. He goes, oh, come on, that's crazy. Don't let my genius in mathematics blind you to my mystical side. I could spit in a thimble and water Central Park. And then he just laughs and walks off. <laughs> um, next thing we see are some guys loading up the toilets in uh, Hank's bathroom. Um, Bobby says, goodbye, toilets. Thanks for everything. <laughs> uh, Hank says, new low-flow toilets. Boy, this is exciting, but I guess you guys are probably used to it by now. He looks at the, the, the DWP workers and goes, yeah, I'm yeah, used, I'm used to, it. to it. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, I'm used <laughs> to it. Uh, now, Hank is in the bathroom later. You can tell he has gone to the bathroom. Uh, he gets up, and he's, he's singing along with, and he, as he flushes, you don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit in the wind. You don't pull the mask off. What, what the? And he tries flushing again, and he goes, dang it, still? And so apparently his business won't go down with all the flushes he's making. Uh, <laughs> so now we're in the living room watching TV with Bobby, oh, yeah, uh, uh, Hank and Bobby. Go ahead. On. I didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead. That, uh, sing. So Hank was singing right there. Yeah. Jim uh, Croce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The line ends with the old Lone Ranger and you don't mess around with Jim. That's which right. Which is, uh, the song You Don't Mess Around With Jim by Jim Croce. And if you don't know who Jim Croce is, he's better known for a bad, bad Leroy Brown. Well, that and, and Time in a Bottle. Time in a Bottle. Yeah. That whole, uh, yeah. Album, uh, Time in a Bottle, my favorite song. I'm actually, sure a, I'm sure that went gold a couple of it, times. It probably did. And if and, and if it didn't, uh, go listen to it and let's get it there. Seventies, uh, right? My favorite song on that whole album was, uh, and uh, we were walking in the Alabama rain. I don't know that one. That's a good one. Huh. That's a really good Jim Croce one. That might be an underrated one on that album actually, because that one didn't really was wasn't like a big radio song. I always love this one. You don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit in the wind. You don't pull the mask off the old Long Ranger, and you don't you mess, mess around, around with, with Jim. Jim. Yep. Yeah, he was one of the uh, one of those uh, real good folk. He singers died pretty sure. early too. Yeah, he was. He was uh, one of those troubled folk singers. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so we're in the living room, and Hank is sitting there watching TV with Bobby. We hear a bunch of flushing going on. Yep. Uh, Peggy comes out uh, very sheepishly because she doesn't want to talk about what just happened. Yeah, in there. yeah, yeah. She sits on the couch. Hank's like, <clears throat> uh, heck of a game. So, uh, Peggy, I'm just curious. How many flushes was that? Peggy says, a lady does not discuss such matters. Bobby's quick to say, it was six. Uh, it was six. It was six. Yeah. I'm averaging four myself, but I'm just a kid. And he walks off. <laughs> and then uh, Artie gave us another stat here about toilets. So it takes about seven gallons to flush down waste. Mm-hmm. And that's a regular. Like solid waste. Just a regular toilet. Seven yeah. gallons of water every sure. time you use it to flush. Sure. A low flow only uses 1.6 gallons. So if she flushed six times at 1.6 gallons. She flushed over the seven the seven gallons that it would have been to take just for one flush. Oh, sure. Bobby still is under the seven-gallon threshold. He is. He is. But Peggy, if she's shitting that heavy, she just needs to— Just think about uh, that, though. Like, you went from seven to 1.6. That's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, that's a huge That's a huge difference. jump. Yeah, that's It'd be a different really if you jump. went half. You know, they may work if you did half. Maybe. But go down to 1.6. 1.6 just seems like a, a big a big jump in, in water usage. So Bobby walks off and Hank says, uh, oh, this is crazy. If you have to flush twice, you're already using as much water as our old toilets. We found out it does. He's not. Yep, yep. But we're flushing three, four, six times. We're not saving any water. Peggy says, if anything, we're wasting water. He goes, I'm going to call the water company. See about getting those high flows back. Peggy, of course, being uh, crappy Peggy, she says, uh, uh-uh, I already called. Uh, they take the old toilets, they smash them up, dump them in the Gulf of Mexico to make an artificial coral reef. Hmm. Bobby, from the bathroom, goes, Mom, you needed seven. <laughs> and Hank's just yeah. like, that's it. So that is Hank's line right there, right? Um, now, we see Bobby uh, in uh, uh, Connie's room, and he goes, uh, thanks for the help with the algebra homework. Now, if you ever need help with your homework, Sanjay owes me a favor. He gives her like the little, <laughs> little yeah, finger yeah, guns, yeah. right? Uh, and then he starts kind of crawling out of her window. Uh, he, he does fall out of the window. Uh, and then you hear uh, Khan. So I was 20 gallons over. He, he's talking to JJ outside. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Bobby has come around, but he doesn't want Khan to see him, right, as he comes out of the window. Yeah. Uh, he's talking to JJ, and he goes, so I was 20 gallons over my limit, or was it a cool 40? And he's, like, holding up two $20 bills. JJ, uh, the big beefy guy, says, uh, look, I already told you it's 100 bucks. It's not a bribe. It's a tip. Uh, it's a bribe, not a tip. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, okay, okay, okay. Uh, he says, best 100 bucks I ever spent. So this dirty money going for more steroids or hair plugs? He just kind of laughs. laughs. He goes, just kidding. Ah, you all right, Jack LaLanne. Pats him on the shoulder and goes inside. Do we know who Jack LaLanne is? Uh, Jack LaLanne, uh, let's see if he, he oh, yeah. He was a fitness guru. Yeah, he was. Uh, so like here, in the 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's a little information. He was a professional fitness coach. He's also known as the godfather of fitness. Uh, probably uh, uh, the grandson of fitness would probably be Richard Simmons, who's about to be played by Pauly Shore. Oh, that's true. That's going to be beautiful, I think. Holy crap. You know what that's going to be? I, I honestly Wait, think Paulie Shore is playing him in a in an upcoming in a movie, movie, and that is oh, going to yeah. be 
That is going to be his Oscar nomination. Oh, I would look. I'm looking forward to that. And I think that's going to yeah. be Polly Short. Like I'd it gives me, it gives me literal goosebumps. Heartbeat. Literal yeah. goosebumps. Thinking about Polly Short playing Richard Simmons. Deal-a-meal. I'm getting goose. Like I feel the top of my head tingling. I hope the. It. I hope the the, the entire movie is just called Deal a Meal. Yeah. So like uh, that, yeah. back to Lelaine. He was. Uh, he was. Uh, he did a workout show on TV. He did it from 51 to 85, which was from the age of 40 to 74. It's amazing. And he died in 2011 at 96. Yep. Rest in peace, Jack Lelaine. <laughs> Don't pour it. He he always no, uh, it's delicious. It's too good a tea to do that. <laughs> he always wore like this orange jumpsuit, like yeah. that was really tight, you know. And it was him and his wife sometimes. Yeah, working out speaking together. Speaking of rest in peace, also rest in peace to. Uh, and it's kind of it's kind of it almost seems like an Illuminati thing again because uh, the Warner Brothers uh, studios just tear, tore down the entire Warner Brothers lot that had all the famous houses on it, had the Friends Fountain oh, and all really? that as well. Yeah. And then two days later, after they tear it down, yeah. uh, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Yeah. Yeah, Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, down for the count. I think he has an episode. I think he did a voice. Does he really on King of the Hill on later seasons? I'm gonna have to check that out. So uh, the next thing we see is Connie getting in a van with men. They're driving off. Uh, Bobby pops his head up out of a bush uh, because he's hiding until they leave. He goes up and rings the doorbell. Con comes to the door. He says, "Huh? What are you doing here?" And Bobby just walks right in, which is becoming a trend in Arlen. You just walk right into people's houses. Uh, Bobby says, "I'm here to take a bath." Are you crazy? Get out. Legally, I can shoot you now, which he's probably right. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, in Texas law, he's probably right. I went ahead and looked it up just to verify it. Matthew Perry does for sure do a voice on King of the Hill, and so does Jennifer Aniston. They both had, oh, really? uh, had a voice. Well, I guess when you think about the timing, yeah. that was, he did Friends a voice was probably of, the hottest show going. Uh, oh, let's see what the episode is. Uh, season 8. Uh, oh, so My Hair Lady. He plays the Hispanic hair salon guy rico oh no <laughs> yeah well i mean <laughs> i mean at the yeah it was a little problematic a little maybe yeah, a, little a little troubling, troubling maybe yeah, yeah. but uh yeah he, he worked at the hottie stylist place he was the, the Hispanic oh, okay. stylist guy okay the was, one where bill goes uh, up and he's a member of the yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and then the where his, bill's wearing the half shirt the half and shirt shit. and everything <laughs> yeah yeah that's what it is. it's that guy that runs uh, that salon that's uh that's the one he voices so con's like uh, i can legally shoot you now bobby says what a water pistol you seem to have plenty of the wet stuff these days, don't you, sir? And uh, Khan's like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I use secret Asian watering technique. Bobby says, best hundred bucks you ever spent. He goes, ah, what do you want? Because he knows he's being blackmailed at yeah, this yeah, point yeah. by Bobby, no, sure. which has got to be a real kick in the nuts. Bobby says, uh, baths and lots of them. Oh, and I'm tired of climbing in and out of Connie's window. From now on, I'll be using the front door. And then he just kind of brushes some lint off his shoulder and walks. You know, away. I'm really proud of Bobby. It's in this kind of a mic too. drop, you know, for Bobby. Yeah, I'm kind of proud of him in this moment too, because he gets to kind of stick it to a guy who makes his makes his <laughs> life unnecessarily rough. Well, him and his dad both. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, especially being a young man, and and Bobby, like, you know, well, if I had a daughter. I would want her to date a kid like Bobby. He's a Heck wholesome yeah. kid. There's he nothing wholesome. wrong. He's not running He's around. Funny. You got to think a lot of kids his age. By the time I was Bobby age, I was smoking cigarettes, stealing beers out of fridges and it's stuff true. like that. So just thinking that he's so wholesome. He's daddy like he goes to school he does fairly good you know he's not the smartest yeah. but he's not the you know he's also not the slowest kid in school either he's so. played football he's played soccer yeah, he's, he's i mean he's a renaissance man he kind of is anything. yeah he's yeah. very funny too and i he's mean funny. he's a funny yeah, kid he is funny yeah. so loves chicken liver can't um, wait to see how their relationship turns <laughs> out in the new one yeah that's gonna be nice so now we're at megalomart uh hank is in the uh toilet aisle 
Uh, guy comes over. Uh, I, I made sure to make a note that it's a Megalomart worker in a red vest because that always gives me PTSD from the Sears vests I had yeah. to wear for a little red vest. Uh, he goes, oh, excuse me, where do you keep your good toilets? Uh, the worker says, uh, sorry, we don't stock the good toilets anymore, just the low flows. And even if I did have the high flows, it'd be illegal to install them in Heimlich County. Hank's like, which idiot made it illegal to install a working toilet in your own bathroom? He says, uh, the Board of Zoning and Resources, Ordinance 621A. I love how this guy that works at Megalomart knows the zoning ordinance. Yeah, knows all you know? the zoning ordinances. <laughs> Hank says, the Board of Zoning and Resources did this? Huh. I love their setback requirements. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody doesn't know what a setback requirement is, it's, no clue. it's how far your house is set back from the curb. Oh, yeah, because there's requirements yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can only be so yeah, many feet off right the up, curb. Yeah, it can't be right up on the curb or anything. Yeah. It's just zoning stuff, and you live in a space or a town that there's little to no zoning. Actually, a lot of it has changed, or to has be it? honest with good. you. Because, well, I don't know if it's good or bad. Well, you uh, used to drive through there, and there's like a chicken shack next to a yeah, really that, nice th house. Yeah, that stuff doesn't make sense. No, I agree with you on that. But uh, we got the troubled uh, city manager from Woodway. The, the, uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, he was, he was thrown off the island, if you yeah, will, over yeah, here for yeah, allegations. Very much so. And there was a lot of controversy about him being picked up over there on my side of town for that little community. But, uh, I mean, as, like as the, far as the controversy goes, he's trying to make it a little Hewitt. He's going through and, uh, all but the derelict buildings got to be tore down. I mean, like it's, the, he's doing good. It's he's like not doing the bad. NFL. You see these coaches that do really bad. Yeah. They get fired, and then the next year they get hired by another team. Yeah, yeah that's what it you is. Know, he just, just he did really around. bad. He got hired by another team. A lot of it has to do with the the old guard nepotism stuff, the old by, white boy. By the way, same deal with education. Yeah. You do bad, you fail up. You fail up because yeah. they don't want you teaching, so, so they'll put you in admin instead. <laughs> or they don't want you being principal. Yeah. And they take you downtown, which is crazy. Uh, so Hank now knows that it's a board of zoning and resources. Uh, now we're at Arlentown Hall. We're in the board of zoning resources room. I guess there's a there's a specific there's room an official, they meet in. Yeah, yeah, official room, official meeting space. Uh, this is Nate Hashaway, the main board member. I'm assuming he's the president of the council or whatever you call him. Yeah. He says uh, the motion to postpone item 25 until next week carries. Any other business? Hank, is, he's out in the audience. He clears his throat, and he goes, <clears throat> Hank Hill here, uh, assistant manager, Strickland Propane. May I first say what an honor it is to be addressing the distinguished board. Now, I recently installed a low-flow uh, fixture in my home. He gets interrupted by Hashaway. And he, he can't goes, even say toilet, though. He can't. He no, can't even say, no, that's he embarrassing. Can't say toilet. No, he can't say that. <laughs> Hashaway says, Mr. Hill, uh, in order to even discuss this issue, it'd have to be on the agenda. Hank says, well, okay, let's put it on the agenda. He says, uh, sir, only a member of the board and zoning resources can place an item on the agenda. He said, but, but my toilets. He says, Mr. Hill, your time is up. We appreciate your comments. And then Ed Burnett, the next uh, guy on the board, says, uh, Mr. Chairman, I'd like to remind the members of the board that it's Earl's birthday. I move we wish Earl happy birthday. And all the other members, <laughs> or another <laughs> member says, I second the motion. He says, all in favor. Everybody says, aye. And the, the motion carries. Happy birthday, Earl. There you go. I mean, it's just. All in favor say nuts. aye. It's nuts. Uh, it's nuts. Yeah, it's uh, Hank is, That's some small town government <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, it's that Robert's Rules of Order kind of thing. And Yeah, I got um, a tidbit on that. Having, run it down. having been in education for a while, I, it, it it seems like it is the way that these boards get out of 
answering hard questions. Oh, easy. So for those of you that don't know, Robert Rules of Order, uh, they were first published in 1876. They were named for a colonel, uh, Henry Martin Robert, who was a military engineer in the United States. Oh, well, I always uh, thought that was a first name. Uh, no, it's, it's his last name. <laughs> cool. But approximately 80% of organizations in the United States use these rules. But yeah. what their goal is is to provide common rules and procedures for deliberation and debate in order to place the whole membership on the same footing and speaking the same language, which is just a fancy way of saying we don't want to answer hard questions, so this is our way to reroute the whole yeah. everything to... Well, change how it works. My, my, my problem with it is that the general public does not know those rules. No. You know, now, if you want to go over a couple of things before a board meeting starts and say this is how it works, that's one thing. But you, you consistently see these videos on YouTube where people will try to go up and talk to the board, whatever local board it is, city board, school board, whatever, and they can't do it just like Hank can't here because they always fall behind that Robert's Rules of Order. Yeah, I get it that they do need rules, but at least let the general public know what they are. No, absolutely. You know, the, the rules have got to be clearly defined. To put everybody on the same playing field in any situation, yeah. all rules have That's to it. be absolutely clearly defined, and then there has to be like a standard operating procedure that has to be clearly followed. A SOP. Yeah. SOP. A sop, a good sopper. Uh, so now we're in the living room at uh, Hank's house, and uh, he's there with his tie down, so you can tell it's been a long day. Uh, Bobby and Peggy are listening to him regale the tale about going in front of the board. He says, then before I knew it, my time was up. I never even got to mention the sorry state of my lawn. Peggy says, did you move to have the time extended for consideration of the pending question? He goes, what? what? How'd you do? How do you do that? She goes, Hank, I am a veteran of PTA meetings, both as a P and a T, and I have read the Bible. Uh, I love that, as a P and a T. Both as a P and a T. <laughs> <laughs> and I have read the Bible of parliamentary procedure known as Robert's Rules of Order. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is very funny, and this is, this is shitty Peggy again. Um, Bobby says, sounds like somebody should be put in a run for mayor. And Peggy's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's me. Yeah, and she's smiling. He goes, I mean, you are the smartest man in town, Dad. And then Peggy is pissed. She, she doesn't like the fact that he's putting all the stuff on Hank. Hank says, well, you know, there is nothing uh, saying I couldn't run for a spot on the board of zoning and resources. Peggy says, well, you can count on my vote, assuming I agree with your platform. That's funny. Jeez, Peggy. Uh, now assuming we're I agree <laughs> with your platform. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now we're at the Arlen Town Hall the next day, uh, and Hank is standing in front of the glass clerk window with Bobby, and he goes, I, Hank Hill, do hereby submit this application to be on the ballot for election to the Board of Zoning and Resources. I will build my platform on thick, healthy lawns made possible by efficient toilets that don't waste water. And the, the poor lady that's just trying to do her job behind yeah. the clerk's office, she's looking at the papers, and she goes, okay, you're in. He goes, you hear that, Bobby? Your old man's on the ballot. She goes, uh, there is no ballot. Uh, there's been an empty seat on the board for the past four years. Congratulations, you're a board member. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. And Bobby's like, we he got won. It by default. <laughs> he goes, we won. And then Hank says, no, Bobby, Arlen won. And he just kind of looks off into the distance like a, like a dictator or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that's the first commercial break on this episode, and we'll take that as well. We'll be right back. Frozen, Frozen, heroes, gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, heroes, gonna tell you about. Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. 
and we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about. Bros, Foes, and Heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and, and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story and just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best, and we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah, that's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. <laughs> bros and Bros and Heroes gonna tell you about Bros and Bros and Heroes gonna tell you about Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You, you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it it's, because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. And we're back to the uh, we're back to the suburban Che Guevara. <laughs> we are. Uh, we're now in the alley with all four guys. So you got Bill, you got Dale, you got Boomhauer, and Hank. Uh, Hank says, oh. and what he's doing is he's got this paint, uh, you know, those paint sample sticks you can get from, like, uh, Home Depot, yeah. Lowe's, places like You know, like I think that. we need more politicians like Hank, though. I oh, think we need more certainly. just, like... Well, he comes in, he does, it, does his job, and he leaves. Yeah, 100% transparent. That's what you need. Completely transparent and everything. I don't know. I, I kind of like him. He's we're, a man of the people. We're not going to get those anymore. No. Yeah. Uh, that ship has sailed. He's using the little paint uh, color things, and, he, and <laughs> the paint colors in order say evergreen... Meadow grass, emerald sunset, which I don't, I've never seen a green sunset, yeah. and then amber mist. And he's comparing his very yellow dead grass to each one of the pi- uh, the colors on the oh, paint. Oh, maybe chip. emerald sunset is like how grass looks sure. like when you're looking at it. it. Maybe I, I don't know. I've never seen emerald emerald sunset. He's comparing his grass to these colors, and he goes, "It's gone from evergreen to amber mist." And Dale says, uh, "Ashes to ashes," and all of them are just kind of, "Oh yeah, your lawn's dead." Uh, he goes, we'd have so much more water for our lawns if we didn't have that stupid toilet law. I'm going to use all my power of my position to get our old toilets back. Bill says, and this is Bill's only line, they say power is the ultimate aphrodisiac, Hank. Can you introduce me to Madeline Albright? I, I don't understand the way that Bill's mind works. Yeah, He thinks because uh, Hank is on the board of uh, zoning, that he knows Madeline Albright. Do you know Which, who Madeline uh, Albright is? Yeah, she was the uh, first woman who was ever named Secretary of State. She was Secretary under of State Clinton, from right? yeah, 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 yeah. She was under Clinton from uh, his whole term from ninety seven to two thousand and one. Was she was she brought back under Obama? Uh, she might have been brought back for something, but she wasn't Secretary of State. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Bill, who was Bush's secretary? Wasn't it? Condoleezza. Might have been Condoleezza Rice. Might have been Condoleezza. I know she was something. Was she secretary? I don't know what no, she was. Because yeah. Colin Powell was sec- secretary of defense, yeah. I believe. 
Uh, Donald anyway, Rumsfeld he, was Secretary <laughs> of Defense. No, it was Donald Rumsfeld that was Secretary of Defense, I think. I thought Colin Powell was at one point. I think he was for Clinton, uh, maybe. Uh, I remember. So, uh, Bill just wants to meet Madeleine Albright. Uh, Dale <laughs> says, people, people, now there are limits to our newly empowered friend Hank's power. He deals in simple county-level matters like the permit I need to build my new fence. Hank says, now, Dale, first you need to write up your proposal, and then you need to present it to the board for a vote, and then democracy happens. He goes, I get a new fence. Give me fence, lots of fence. Hey, please fence me in. Ooh, yeah, give me fence, lots of fence. And he just dances away. Which was a uh, reference to a... Uh, a Old cowboy s- song. It's a, it was sung by Bing Crosby and the Andrews Sisters, but it was written by Cole Porter and Robert Fletcher. It's called Don't Fence Me Don't In. Don't Fence Me In. in. Yeah, yeah I, is that... Uh, Written by Cole Porter. Is it in a... I don't remember if that's in a play or not. I, I imagine being written by Cole Porter yeah. it was probably used, in, if not in a play, at least in a movie production. All I can think of is like Oklahoma, but I don't think that's it because I think that's Bernstein. Um, yeah. But anyway. But Cole matter. Porter did a lot of that. that uh, welcome stuff. to our musical podcast. Yeah, or to the podcast where we don't know much about politics <laughs> right. and can't remember shit at all. <laughs> no politics, no music. No, a lot about low flow toilets. That's but right. Can't remember hey, '90s politics we're, at all. <laughs> we are on the ground forces, is what we are. Yeah. Uh, now we go back to the Arlen Town Hall. It's nighttime. Uh, the audience consists of Bobby playing with one of those little fold things where you see who you're going to marry, and then oh uh, yeah, one of the old <laughs> uh, the the old the old fortune telling yeah, things. Yeah. yeah. It's got him and then some lady sitting out there, and that's pretty much it. And Dale, that's 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 the entire audience for this thing. Uh, Nate Hashaway, uh, it's hard for me to say Hashaway. I always want to say Hathaway. Nate Hashaway says, motion to approve item 39, the resolution to include the city fee ordinance in smart growth incentives. They second it. He says, all in favor. All the members say aye. And then Hank, at the end of the table, he goes, aye. Uh, and they say, motion passes. Next order of business, Mr. Dale Gribble's request for a zoning variance. Uh, the reason I say a single Hank out in saying that is he is just so, he's like, aye, aye. He's, yeah, yeah, he's so, oh, man, he's ready to go. And it was loud. Um, so now we move on to Mr. Dale Gribble's request for a zoning variance. Dale stands up and he's got a whole bunch of loaded up, uh, or rolled up, uh, like, like plans, you know, like you see architect plans or something like that. He's got like six of them in his hands. Uh, he stands up, uh, and, uh, Hank stands up at the same time. And Hank says, uh, uh, in the interest of impartiality, I'd like to put on the record that Dale Gribble is a close friend and neighbor. And uh, the board members consist currently, the ones you can see currently, the name plaques say Earl Petschke, Violet Wilson, Nate Hashaway, and then there's two others on the end. We don't currently know who those are until later they show their name name placards. Um, Dale now unfolds one of these plans and shows it to the folks on the board. He goes, well put, Mr. Chairman. Board members, basically what I'm envisioning is a 12-foot, 10,000-volt electrified protective fence with guard tower. Thank you. And he shows them this picture, and it's I, – I don't know if people can see this, but I drew the little picture. It's Dale in a tower with lightning coming off of a barbed wire <laughs> fence. Oh, and okay. for some reason, he's drawn the sun over to the side. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know why. I yeah. don't know why he's taking the time for that. But it's basically stick figures. Uh, <laughs> Hank, from the board seat, says – Dale, that is the single dumbest. And he goes, all in favor? Dale says that. He goes, you're making me look like a jackass. And then you just get like this weary sigh. 
Uh, and all of <laughs> Hashaway says, all in favor of Mr. Gribble's variance? Everybody says nay. Members say nay. He goes, request denied. So that's it. Request right? denied. Yeah. And, of course, Dale, being the good friend to Hank that he always is, he points at him and goes, you're dead to me. And then he just leaves. Uh, Hashaway then says, final order of business. Item 41 has also been put on the agenda by Mr. Hill. Chairman yields the floor. Uh, and so that is one of the Robert's Rules of Order. They have to yield the they floor to each other. They have to yield other. the floor to each other yeah. and stuff like that. You hear and that you a lot. have X Congress. amount of time. You'll yeah. say, oh, I, I yield my five minutes to, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. to, the, to the good congressman from Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Hank stands up and he's like, thank you, Chairman Hashaway. And he just clears his throat because he wants Bobby to pay attention to yeah. him, what he's saying. I think what a lot of those guys do, too, is I don't have an intelligent enough answer, so I'm going to yield five minutes oh, to the next guy who's long-winded. One million <laughs> yeah. percent. You'll hear it, too. He'll say, like, three things, and he'll be like, okay, yeah. well, I just got a lot of dead time. Yeah. Well, I'll pass it over to the gentleman that has uh, a lot more to say about the subject than me. I <laughs> have something to say about filibustering when we get to this. but oh, uh, Filibustering is, uh, is hilarious uh, to me. I think it's funny. I think it's funny, and it's extremely petty, and it's extremely counterproductive to good government. It's so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's so different from the Robert's Rules of Order, but it's part of it. Yeah, which you I don't know, understand. It. So I never understood the filibuster being no. a thing at all. I, it's I don't like what you got to say, so I'm going to sit here and talk about nonsense for six hours until you well, give up. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if a filibuster was all about the subject, I could possibly get it. But, but it's not. They read it's yellow not. pages. They just do whatever. Yeah. Uh, books on podiatry. It doesn't matter. Stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, musings. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Hank says 1.6 gallons per flush. Oh, you per start reading musings, people are voting quick. Per low get, flow get toilet. Here. He's standing up again. He's reading. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? But unfortunately, in the real world, where things don't flush like they do in the movies, wh when have we seen things flush in the movies? I'm not watching <laughs> movies where things are flushing generally. I mean, I've I just seen put, scenes. I just of circled that, that part flushing, and put three exclamation marks by yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't flush I'm not in participating movie. in that much movie. <laughs> flushing <laughs> hank goes on and says it can take three four or in the case of my wife peggy hill six flushes to completely remove solid waste wow. i love how he just puts peggy out there and just, yeah uh, the bus goes by and just runs right over the stenographer looks up whenever he says and she's like <laughs> she's very surprised uh hank continues he says the fact is these toilets are squandering more water than they are saving thank you and he sits down uh, Hashaway says, Mr. Hill, I want to assure you that the board fully considered all viewpoints before approving Ordinance 621A. See y'all Wednesday. Oh, oh, wait, wait a minute. What am I saying? I, I'll see you at Sunday at Earl's party. And Hank's just like, there's a party? And that, <laughs> <laughs> obviously he didn't get invited to the party. Yeah. So now Bobby and Hank are leaving, and uh, the only way I can compare this or, or describe the way they look is Sad Charlie Brown. You know, when Sad Charlie Brown stomps away, kind of, when things don't go his way, or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the kid, uh, Michael Sarah in uh, Arrested Development, he does the sad Charlie Brown at one point, which yeah, became yeah, yeah. a meme. Uh, so they're they're sad. Walking yeah, that's down a the trope hall. you see in uh, a, a, the Charlie Brown sad. You can oh, see yeah. that in a lot of different movies. Oh yeah, there's even cartoons that trope it too. No flushing in movies, but I have seen the Charlie Brown. I've seen the that. Charlie Brown thing quite a few times, uh, which it's the season for Charlie Brown right now. It is. Can't wait. My favorite uh, is, is again, 
Michael Sarah walking away all you Charlie know, Brown in the in Arrested Development. That's so funny. Uh, I have a, a. I think that's the one where the Japanese businessmen come in and yeah. and Job dresses up like Godzilla and destroys the town in front of them. I learned something about Charles Schultz that I didn't know the other day. So I have a friend who he grew was a up uh, fundamental. No, no, <laughs> I had a friend who grew up uh, in fundamental Christian churches and stuff like yeah. that. He grew up. Uh, his yeah. dad was a fundy uh, uh, pastor, actually. Fundy and. Uh, Hardly knew him. I didn't know that Charles Schultz was a fundamental Christian, oh, too. Oh, was he? Yeah, oh, I didn't know, I didn't that, know that, either. that either. It makes and sense then, uh, because none of that stuff was ever even suggested. No, and they like said that, that a lot of it wholesome. had religious con- connotations and stuff like that, in Char- it laid in Charlie Brown and stuff. And I didn't, I like, I've watched a lot of Charlie Brown, but I never, it never clicked or registered to me any of that. No, because you, he didn't hit you over the head with it. Do you remember those little fundamental Christian pamphlets? Oh, yeah. I, I remember it was that, f- there's a f- famous animator they're called, that did they're it. They're called Tracks. Yeah, is that they're called? They were called tracks. Tracks, yeah. and it was like a little deal, and it would have one of those weird images where it'd be like a guy's arm, and it would be Jesus's yeah. arm, and he would yeah. be like tied off, shooting up meth yeah. or something like well, that. We can get those nice and big for prints on your wall now. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there were only two, two, two sets of footprints, uh, and then it went to one because he was carrying me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, they're coming down the hall. They're very disgruntled. Um, you see Hashaway standing by the men's toilet. Uh, and he goes, hey, I know you. He goes, chair recognizes Hank Hill. <laughs> he goes, seriously, Hank, I want to see, I want you to see something. He takes Hank and Bobby into the men's room where there are some toilets that uh, are obviously being chain, changed out because a couple of them are strapped down like to a dolly. He goes, uh, because of the worsening drought, we thought we'd swap the high flows for a couple of water savers. So uh, why don't you take the old toilets, be happy, and we'll move on to the important business of zoning and resources. And the thing I like about this scene is mm-hmm. the lighting. It's so, like, noir. You know, it's like these hard shadows across their yep. faces and stuff. Because you can tell it's very, like, um, I don't know how you would describe it. He's he's being very uh, clandestine. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. he's just like, hey, Hank, why don't you do this? I'll rub your shoulders, you rub mine, kind of thing. Uh, Hank says, well, that's mighty nice of you, Nate, but uh, that'd be breaking the law. So until I get that law revoked, I'm going to have to say, not yet. Uh, Hashaway looks at him and goes, you're a real Boy Scout, aren't you, Hank? He goes, made it to Eagle. Good night. And he just he leaves. Him and Bobby leave. And Hashaway is standing there, and he's kind of rubbing his chin like yeah. an like a evil villain in a cartoon kind of thing. Uh, now, next thing you see is in the parking garage, and this reminds me of Deep Throat. Right, because that's exactly what uh, Artie had yeah. right here. Yeah. So the movie, uh, all the president's men, yep. Dustin Hoffman, uh, Dustin and Hoffman, Robert Redford, Robert Redford. Yeah. So, so if those of you who don't know, and there's probably a lot of you who don't, if you're a, for a younger crowd, uh, most of us '90s kids have heard about it one way or another because our parents lived through it. But uh, you had uh, a scandal where Richard Nixon Watergate. was spying on the. Uh, Democratic National Convention, yeah. and he was doing that because he was trying to get a leg up, I guess, on the competition. Right. And in doing so, he violated was and broke Mondale? quite a few laws. Was, no. Uh, who was he running against? I can't remember who he was running against. Yeah. But he went and stole. It wasn't Ford because Ford was his vice president. Yeah, which ruined his career. Uh, by pardoning Nixon, he that that, that that was that stopped him from ever being voted as president again. But uh, there was a whole big scandal where Nixon was in there stealing information at the Democratic National Convention. And he was breaking into what was the Watergate Hotel, 
and uh, yeah. they went in, did a bunch of stuff they weren't supposed to do, got caught doing it. He was impeached. And, it was George McGovern. Uh, after he was impeached, he resigned instead of being kicked out yeah. of office. He didn't want to be. I am not a crook. Yeah, he didn't want to be the first thing. president to ever get kicked out of the office, so he resigned instead. And, yeah, like you said, there's that famous where oh, he's yeah. On the stepping helicopter. off the helicopter yeah. saying, I am not a crook. Yeah. And then his vice president, in return, ruined his political career by pardoning Nixon. So. Ford Ford was his uh, was his uh, vice president. Yeah. Ford took over, and then Ford um, immediately started to get lambasted by uh, Chevy Chase on Saturday Night Live because Ford had this issue where he would fall down a lot. Like he would trip oh, on I things and that. fall over. I didn't know that. And so Chevy Chase played him. With, and by I'm going to have to go back and look at clips of that. It's going to be great. By mm-hmm. the way, this is the greatest error era of Saturday Night Live in the fact the original, that yeah. they did not put makeup on him or anything. It's just Chevy Chase going, I'm Gerald Ford. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's nothing That's to great, it. Yeah. And then he like falls off a ladder. And uh, the legend to that is that that's when Chevy Chase really messed up his back because he kept falling and falling and falling, trying to be Gerald Ford. And that's where he became an Screwed asshole. Screwed up his back, his back, got hooked on painkillers, things like that, and and he's been an asshole ever since. Like, yeah, because that's what they say about – Yeah, because I remember when – because I never really knew much about uh, Chevy Chase's early career other than seeing the movies. I didn't really know anything about sure. him, about him. But when uh, he was on Community, yeah. and then he got kicked off Community, and that's when I started to kind of s- oh, yeah. check into him a little bit and see what it People was about. Hate working because he was him. one of my favorite characters on the show. He He's was hilarious. Yeah. And it come Pierce. to find out, yeah, Pierce, it come to find out the reason why he got kicked off is because he was just an insufferable jackass. He is. He's just a jackass uh, that nobody wants to work with, which is really sad because he's a very, very funny man. But he's one of those guys that I've always liked because he is uh, a very confident idiot in everything he oh, plays. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know, very confident. Like my one of my favorite scenes between me and uh, my buddy Casey, my our favorite scenes is in Caddyshack where he gets Lacey Underalls to come to his apartment, and he's he's trying to he gets a couple of uh, I think it's Evians. And he puts the caps back on them. They've been open for a while. Yeah. He opens them, and he's like, oh, you know, and he flips the <laughs> things off of them. And then he goes over to play piano, and he goes, you, he's singing about uh, wanting to touch her liquor or whatever. Yeah. And then he goes, let's go out to the patio. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good movie, yeah. That's something he and I say a lot. Let's go out to the patio. Uh, so uh, Hank has said, nope, you know, uh, he's not going to do this. Now we're in the parking garage. Uh, again, Shades of Deep Throat. Uh Hashaway walks up to Gribble, who is there at his bug a bago. I said it correctly. Uh, and he goes, Mr. Gribble. He goes, ah, don't sneak up on me. He goes, uh, I almost, and he's trying to light a cigarette. He's just shaking so bad. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I hear you're Hank Hill's neighbor. I just wanted to talk to you about a little piece of business. He goes, go on. And then he he's actually able to light the cigarette. <laughs> yeah. And then you just hear like the like the mumbling and it goes off. Next thing you see is Bobby in a bubble bath at Khan's house. Um, he looks out the window and he sees Hank in agony over his lawn because his lawn is still just dead. Yeah, dead. And Real I can dead. identify with this. Almost as bad breath. as yeah, almost as dead as it was after the ant incident. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I got this kid that mows my yard, right? And yeah. one of the most annoying things about him mowing my yard is is <laughs> the fact that he mows it. 
and then never tells me that he's mowing it. So like oh. he doesn't say that he doesn't knock on the too, door yeah. and say, "Hey, I'm gonna come mow" or nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. And then I'll be like, "Well, I don't have any cash on me to pay you." Because yeah. he'll come knock on the door right after he's done mowing. And be like, "All right, I'm done mowing." And I was like. We never discussed you mowing or when to mow, and I was like, I don't have any cash. I was, yeah. and I, it always gives puts me in this awkward like limbo phase where You're he's owing. like texting me that I owe him, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I like I didn't ask for you to mow. Like you're you're gonna like I'll get you your money, but it's like if you it, like next time confer with me and then be like, hey, I'm gonna mow, and I'll have your cash to where I can hand it to you before you even mow or or directly after kind of thing. Have you, have you <laughs> ever seen the movie, I think it's One Crazy Summer, with uh, John Cusack and the guy who played Booger in uh, <laughs> the... But he, he pisses off the paper boy because he doesn't have any money to pay the paper boy. Yeah. And so the and I think it's one crazy summer, maybe a different one. But uh, and so every once in a while you see this kid riding around on this bicycle chasing him, going, "I want my four dollars." Yeah. Well, that's what it feels like. It's like four dollars. Well, my schedule just doesn't match up with when he's around. Yeah, so it's sure. like it's hard for us to coordinate to get get him his cash because I don't like just leaving it in the mailbox or nothing like that. So we spend oh, no. we spend like a week playing tag for him to get his money. Sure. And and it just made, I just don't I don't it's like crazy. those situations. Yeah. So he uh, he sees Hank out there and he he feels really guilty and worried about Hank. Uh, next we see Hank in the freezer part of his double door refrigerator, scraping uh, ice crystals out. Right. Yeah. And he's collecting them. And Bobby says, "What are you doing?" He goes, uh, "Well, I was listening to your mother tell me about her day, and then it hit me. <laughs> he was yeah, not listening. He was not to listening. Her. <laughs> he goes." Freezer shavings. They're made of water. Oh, look at all this frost inside this box of Fletcher's Corny Dogs. And he starts emptying it out and he goes, thank you, Jesus. I mean, he's just really thankful for these ice crystals. Uh, it is 3 a.m. in Bobby's room. We can tell that because his alarm goes off. Uh, he goes over to Con's house and he gets the water hose and he drags it over to the hill's front yard. And he starts to water his dad's grass with Con's water. Con uh, comes out, hey, McNugget. What the hell are you doing? And he starts crimping up the hose, right? So it doesn't yep. flow anymore. Yeah. He goes, Shh, my dad will hear us. He goes, you breaking our agreement. My bribe not big enough to cover my your bath, my slip and slide, and your father's lawn. Something's got to give, and it's not going to be my slip and slide. Slip and slide. That's yeah. his big one. <laughs> That's funny. Bobby says, and it's not going to be my dad's lawn. He goes, forget baths. He goes, done. And you can forget your front door privileges. He goes, all right. He says, all right. Uncrimp. And he lets, uh, lets him keep watering. So he has now traded Bobby coming through the front door to see Connie and his bubble baths. So Bobby can't do either one of those nope. things. The next morning, uh, they're getting ready to go to school, and Hank is kind of yelling at Bobby because he slept through the bus. He goes, come on, Bobby, you slept through the bus. He looks outside, he sees a green lawn, and he goes, sweet St. Augustine. And he just gasps. And by the way, St. Augustine is a type of grass. Uh, he's down on his knees just touching the grass because he can't believe that it worked. Bobby comes out and goes, it worked that fast? Hank says, yeah, well, how about that? I was hoping those freezer shavings would work, but between you and me, I had my doubts. Like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, they would work, but you would have to have <laughs> it would have to be a five-gallon bucket fulls yeah, of lot freezer of it, shavings. a lot of it. Uh, we see the next night Bobby watering again, and then the next day uh, you see uh, Hank out there looking at his grass. Nate Hashaway drives up in a big black car. I can only assume big, it's a big, big car. black Cadillac car. Uh, and uh, he goes, mm -mm, that's a handsome lawn. Well, your rally St. Augustine is a really deep-rooted soil, or sod. 
Uh, Hashaway says, uh, and it takes a pretty picture, too. Hands him a big manila envelope. Yep. Hank starts looking at it, and it's pictures of Bobby watering the grass in the middle of the night. He goes, these were taken over the last several nights by a private investigator. If I'm not mistaken, that's your boy violating the water rationing laws with your neighbor's hose. Hank says, Bobby? He goes, don't worry. I'll keep your secret unless, of course, you keep pushing that toilet issue. And <laughs> the, hair, the, the wind starts blowing, and you see Nate Hashaway's hair start flipping up. So yeah. you know it's a comb over. It's a comb over, yeah. And Hank looks at him and goes, I idealized you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so Hashaway leaves. And that fades to black. It's the second commercial break, and we'll take that as well. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the, the Cover, Cover Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> we cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months, and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For <laughs> sure. You can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok, so don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. And we are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos. All right, and we are back and I think I have hair on my sweater here. I was really happy to, to be able to put on a sweater today. Yeah, it, me too. It feels like a t-shirt. It is our first uh, sweater weather day it is. of the season of for 2023. sure. 2023. Yeah. yeah. I'm wearing my uh, slim uh, Cessna's Auto Club t-shirt underneath I this. It's the uh, band. Not wearing a t-shirt really, really underneath like. this. If anybody wants a good band to listen to, go look up Slim Cessna's Auto Club. I'm really weird. An old skate hoodie. So uh, now we're in Bobby's room. Uh, Hank now knows what happened, and he's talking to Bobby. He goes, Bobby, you stole water. You violated both the letter and the spirit of the water rationing rules. The spirit. The spirit. Uh, Bobby says, uh, Dad, I didn't steal the water. Mr. Susan News and phone, let me have it. He goes, don't lie to me, son. Con hates my lawn. He goes, no, 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 it's true. I mean, I had to blackmail him. Blackmail? Uh, he's... Uh, he goes, Mr. Susan News and Phone started it. I caught him bribing the meter reader guy. He goes, oh, God, JJ too? Yeah, he didn't <laughs> like that. Bobby says, but, Dad, I saved your lawn. Uh, Hank says, I don't have a lawn. I have a crime scene. And that grass is getting the death penalty. No more water. Hank is so dramatic sometimes. You know, there's no, there's no gray for Hank. It's all black or white. Uh, now he's outside looking at his brown grass again. Bobby comes out and says, Dad, guess what? I took a 30-second shower, and I'm going to dry myself off on the lawn. He, Bobby comes out. He's super wet. Just he's rolling in his, into He's dirt. in his boxers, and then he gets down and starts rolling on the, on the, on the yellow grass. Literally just rolling in dirt. He's gross. Uh, uh, Hank says, that lawn's dead, Bobby. You're just making mud. 
Just uh, making mud. And yeah. then he walks off with the sad Charlie Brown again. He walks over to Dale's. Dale is now uh, up on a very, uh, it's probably a 10-foot ladder, uh, and he's practicing shooting uh, with a air rifle, like not an air rifle, but a rifle that's not really there, and he's, he's pantomiming. Uh, and he's going, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> like he's going to shoot, shoot the neighborhood cats. cats. There's a little sign on his on his uh, uh, ladder, and it says guard tower temporary. <laughs> like <laughs> I I don't know who he's telling that to. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But whatever. Uh, Hank says, oh, Dale, you can't build that fence. You need a variance. He says, variance, schmariance, pudding and pie. I don't know what Whatever that, that means. <laughs> he shows which him. Which would be uh, little Jack Horner sat in the corner eating his pudding and pie. I guess, man. Uh, um, stuck a thumb in some figgy pudding or something. <laughs> whatever that Hank says, uh, Hank looks at the paper that Dale shows him, and he goes, signed by Nate Hashaway. Where'd you get this? Stop interrogating me. I'll never, never crack. crack. He goes, what are you talking about? All right, I did it. I did it. <laughs> Dale is like the quickest to crack. Super quick. Uh, he goes, I took the photos of the illegal lawn hydration for Hashaway. Hank says, what? You sold me out for a stupid fence? You bet I did. I'm so ashamed. Here, tear it up. Hands him the paper. If that empty gesture will make you feel better, Hank literally tears it up. And then Dale goes, Hank, you're alive to me. Referencing the fact that he told him he was dead to him yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Hank, Hank kind of runs off and he goes, call me. Now, uh, Bobby runs to Connie's window. He falls into her window as Connie is playing the violin. He goes, Connie, hash away. Uh, he, oh, no, I'm sorry. He says, Connie. He, he falls in her window, and then he, he sees Con coming down the hall, so he kind of um, hightails it into the bathroom. He slips and falls. There he can see the little sticker on the bottom of the toilet, and it says, hash away. He says, hash away. And uh, uh, the sticker says Hashaway Fixtures Limited, 150 San uh, Pedro, uh, P- San Pedro, I don't know, uh, Boulevard. Oh, I'm sorry, San Pedro Boulevard. I have terrible handwriting. Uh, McMainerberry, Texas. Number one, it's not in Arlen, it's in McMainerberry. So that's, that's a real issue. Uh, you hear the, uh, he, he runs back over to, to the house. Uh, in the Hill living room, he goes, Dad, I found out something about Hashaway that you could use against him. Hank says, Bobby, you keep your dirt. I've got enough where my lawn used to be. Hank's just sitting there watching TV until he's sad. He goes, Dad, listen, I was climbing through Connie's window, and then I saw, he goes, your, your window, or her window, your mother said Con was letting you use the front door. He goes, he was, but I gave that up to water your lawn. And then you get this look between Hank and Bobby, and, and Hank is just so proud of him. Yeah, he's you know, like, Because he boy. gave that up yeah. for him, yeah. Now we're at the Arlen Town Hall. Hank is going to use this information to try to get those low-flow toilets out of there. Hashaway says, the meeting's called to order. Uh, Peggy comes up to Hank and goes, sorry, I took so long. I went to powder my nose, and it took eight flushes. <laughs> eight. Peggy's shitting heavy. Peggy. That's a joke. That's got to be a joke in itself. <laughs> we say shitty Peggy all the time, oh. but she is literally shitting Peggy she's, right now. She's, she's very dense shitty Peggy. Uh, she's talking to Hank at the, at the board table. She goes, I went to powder my nose and it took eight flushes. He goes, Oh, this has got to stop. And then you hear Hashaway first item of business. Oh, it's from our old friend proposal to repeal ordinance 621A. I believe Mr. Hill now wants to rescind his proposal. Oh yeah. Hank is now, uh, he kind of launches into this thing that reminds me of Mr. Smith went to Washington or goes to Washington with, with Jimmy Stewart. 
where Jimmy Stewart is is a good politician that goes in, he sees all the problems, and he finally stands up to them, and then he quits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this is what this feels like. He goes, no, sir, I do not. You see the envelope in front of Mr. Hashaway? There contains photographs of my son watering my lawn with stolen water. Peggy just kind of pats Bobby on the, on, yep. the, on the leg in the audience, and he goes, I accept fully the responsibility. After tonight's meeting, I will resign my position. You see a smirk on Hashaway's face. He goes, but why is Nate Hashaway fighting so hard to keep low-flow toilets? Because his company, Hashaway Fixtures, is the exclusive supplier of low-flow toilets to the water company. That's right. He makes money off of 621A, and that's why I move. We vote to overturn it. Violet Wilson, who's sitting right next to him, goes, I second the motion. And then uh, the whole board, uh, uh, Hashaway says, all right, I call for a vote. Everybody goes, nay, nay. nay. I mean, they're just, <laughs> just so quick to quick say no. Quick to say nay. Hank says, put. And, and, uh, and, and I'm going to go back to back to my yeah. small town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that try to get done and a lot of things that what you'll have – Half of the board will be these young people ready to yeah, kick sure. ass, but yeah. they'll always be outweighed by this majority. It's always that old boys of club. The, yeah. the old, the the old good old boys, and this is the kind of thing that I've seen in my own personal like small town government. You're sitting there and you're hearing the great things that these people want to yeah. do, and then you watch it get shot down. It just, just immediately, immediately yeah. shot down. Yeah. Uh, so he uh, Hank says, uh, but these toilets uh, he's selling, they don't work. Uh, and then one of the other board members says, uh, I don't own one personally. I've never even used one, but I've known Nate for 18 years. And if he says these low flows are good for Arlen, then I'm inclined to believe him. Uh, Hashaway says, it's five to none against you, Mr. Hill. Uh, Peggy, uh, he goes, how do you vote? Peggy looks through the rules of order. Uh, Hank says, I vote. And she goes, Hank, wait. Uh, she goes, okay, until you say A or nay, uh, she comes up to him. Yeah. Uh, this vote is not final. And any member who leaves before it's final, forfeits their vote. So that's where Hank learns about the filibuster. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, it's all right here in Robert's Rules of Order. He goes, so they can't leave? So what? She goes, so eventually they'll have to go to the bathroom. He goes, oh, the low flows. She goes, Hank, I have two years' worth of my musing columns in my per- She's just walking around with two years' worth of musings. I imagine she's probably got two years' worth of musings that she wrote down last, last week. I don't doubt That's that That's probably what bit. that was. That's yeah. probably two years' worth of musings that she has in her purse, not counting the 42 <laughs> years' worth of musings she has locked away in she filing cabinets. She got a lot written yeah. on that Blueberry Mac. Uh, she says, uh, Hank, I have two years' worth of my musing columns in my purse. Start reading and do not let up. Hashaway says, uh, Mr. Hill, you have the floor, trying to get everything moving. Yeah. Hank says, yes, I do. But before I vote, I think it's important to read these things to uh, you. He kind of clears his throat. He goes, you know, autumn is here when the leaves are leaving and the pine needles are sticking around. <laughs> and Peggy, of course, is like, hee, hee sorry, go on. Uh, and then Hashaway looks at the other guy and goes, oh, God dang it, it's a filibuster. Other board members are like, oh, God, not that. Then you kind of get a passage of time. Uh, Hank is still standing up reading these damn musings. Yeah, this one's goes, funny. <laughs> I'm tired of reading negative stories about today's youth. You might say I'm on an all-protein diet. And then he goes, ugh. <laughs> He's just, ugh. you can tell. He don't hurt. even like it, It's yeah. hurting Hank's soul to read these. Uh, uh, Earl Paschke says, uh, I'm not leaving. I'm just going to the John because he gets up to go. Uh, and Hank goes, be my guest. Uh, and he gives a bad look to Hashaway. He goes, uh, the people who say you can't make an omelet without cracking eggs are always pretty hard-boiled. <laughs> Again, he's just it. like, oh, God. I can feel the cringe running down my spine. You hear a flush, and then Hashaway says, Mr. Hill. Then you hear a second flush. You hear a third flush. And then Hashaway starts, like, patting sweat off of his brow. Hank uh, smiles, and he goes, uh, 
They say time flies, but with the way airlines are going these days, maybe we should take the bus. And then you hear another flush. Uh, and then uh, he is he, he's very pleased with himself at this point. He goes, yeah. that's right, the bus. And then later again, everybody's kind of groaning. Uh, they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. You hear flushing again. Uh, Ed Burnett comes back and refuses a glass of water from Fritz uh, Kubich, Kubiak. Kubiak, yeah. So those are the two guys you couldn't see their nameplates to begin yeah, yeah, with. Yeah. So you got Ed Burnett and Fritz Kubiak. Uh, and he continues and says, uh, um, uh, both people in rivers make deposits in their banks. And Fitz says, this is just sadistic. Ed says, I wouldn't go to the John. Uh, he goes, I'll use the ladies. Violet speaks up and goes, too late. Somebody already broke it. <laughs> so none of them are able to go to the bathroom at this yeah, point because the toilets suck. They're all broken. Everything's messed up. Hank says, how do you spell it to begin with? I mean, he's just continuing down the road of these music. Oh, absolutely. Fitz uh, Kubiak says, Nate, these lofo toilets are junk. I'm voting with Hank. Ed, uh, Ed uh, says something. He goes, me too. I'm not sure I can even make it home. Hashaway looks at him and goes, you are a bunch of babies. Violet says, I'm changing my vote. Uh, Earl says, same here. And then Hashaway says, fine, have it your way, you do good and phonies. I hope you all rot in hell. Oh, see you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <So he's just laughs> like, and then he leaves. Yeah, he's Hank, gone now. Hank uh, sees him leave, and he goes, uh, well, it looks like Nate forfeits his vote. I vote yes. Uh, the repeal of Ordinance 621A passes, and I quit. And that, that is how politicians should be. Uh, you see Hank with his jacket thrown over his shoulder because he's done a good job. Uh, the whole yep. board just kind of sighs. Bobby goes, way to go, Dad. You did it. And he's walking out with Peggy and Bobby, and she says, uh, from now on, no one will flush a toilet in this town without thinking Hank Hill. That's Hank, it. Yeah. <laughs> Hank says, yeah, well, it's still worth it. And then he passes the men's room sign, uh, or the men's room with a sign that says out of order on it, and that is it. And that's, that's the, the end whole of that thing. one. That is the whole episode. After the credits, you get a toilet flushing and Hank going, still? Still? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it's a good, easy episode to watch. Yeah, it was um, a fun episode. And it, it, it still relates to things today, honestly, because toilets suck. Yeah, it is, uh, that is one of the most unfortunate things about being a human is uh, excreting waste. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, uh, I say we stop. I don't mind pissing, but I'm not a fan of shitting. <laughs> okay, well, that'll go on your tombstone. Yeah. All right, you want to tell these people where they can find more of this nonsense? Uh, you can find us at pissgang.com. Nope. No, I'm just kidding. You can find nope. us at... B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H dot com, or you could go to roguemedianetwork.com slash B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H. You got it. You got it. And we want to thank everybody for uh, joining us for this episode, and we will see you next week for, what do we got, uh, season four, episode 23. Three. So we got the two penultimate. more. Two more, yeah. right? Yeah, penultimate I episode. I learned that some seasons back. It's perfect. Yeah. All right, guys, we thank you for joining us, and we'll see you on Friday. We oui, matanye. We oui, matanye, indeed. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.